The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? outsourcing business tasks you hate. What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I wonder, so I just wonder if on that topic, since we're talking about that, if consciousness, if we're just talking consciousness, if you can like suspend disbelief and, and, you know, go with me that like consciousness can decide, has free will. And if I want to be a redwood tree for a thousand years, then whatever my consciousness is can do so. Then it would follow that perhaps my consciousness... Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to your Friday episode. Finally, the weekend is here, and it is time for Talk at the Tavern. Yes, we made it. It's Friday. We got past hump day, and now we're here for the freaking weekend. So uh, kick back, smoke something, drink something, drink water. Who cares? Just enjoy this episode. If you want the full episode, patreon.com forward slash Podcast gets you the full episode of Talk at the Tavern, ad-free, and much more. $5 tier, $10 tier, $3 only gets you the Wednesday episode in its entirety. 
Also, please go to Apple iTunes. I haven't said this in a while. Give me a five-star rating and review if you like this. You know, share share an episode. Just spread the word, spread the word, spread the word. Help me grow. And the more I grow, the more I can produce more content for you guys. So again, Apple iTunes, Spotify works too. Um, whichever's easier for you. <clears throat> Excuse me. Also, don't forget about your pet CBD needs with purepetwellness.com. Nico and his uh, family run that out of California. It's a family-owned and operated business. I use the products on my dogs, and I love the products. I stand behind these. And uh, like I said, purepetwellness.com. Enter Ghost at checkout. That gets you 20% off your entire order, and you can use that as many times as you want. Uh, I don't know if there's any other things that I need to plug right up front, but like I said, go give me five-star rating and reviews. Also... If you have anything, any topic that you want to bring on on the show, hit me up. Either DM me on Instagram, email me. Everything is, if you look up My Third Eye Podcast on Instagram, in the, in the bio is a link to my link tree. Or even in the show notes, there's a link to the link tree. That's any, anything from getting a hold of me to anything else. If you want to know the outro music to the Wednesday songs, it's everything's there. So... Again, if you want to be on the show, hit me up. I'm down to talk about anything. And you don't need to use your real name if you don't want to. We, we can we can make a an anonymous name if, if that's what you're, you're scared of. But anyway, enjoy this episode. It's Friday. Enjoy your weekend. And uh, next time you'll be hearing from me is next Tuesday. Oh, ho, 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 ladies and gentlemen, it is Friday. It is Friday. It is Friday. It is Friday. I am going to get me a beer and go open the, the front door. As you can hear, I'm, I'm opening my beer right now. Um, opening the, the package, as they say, just so you guys can hear the, uh, the fresh sound of that on a Friday. And uh, let's open the doors because we have somebody coming in from down under. And no, he's not a cunt. He is Drew Misson. From your missing the point podcast, what is up, brother? Hello, friend. How are you? <laughs> Good. And I can be a cunt from time to time, so that's okay. All Australians are. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. <clears throat> I think it'll be a fun, fun time tonight. Fantastic. Got some. Always a good time on here, my friend. Yeah. Always. Got some good energy lined up for tonight, so shouldn't be too, too much of a weird show or a shit show or whatever because i i don't know if catalyst is releasing that out or that episode because he hasn't dropped it no he hasn't i don't think he will i think there was maybe a bit too much said about a certain person that he won't drop it yeah yeah or if he does it'll be heavily redacted (laughs) yes yes or maybe certain parts just put behind his rockfin account (laughs) possibly i'd say so (laughs) Yeah, Ryan's like, I, I felt so bad. He goes, I, ha- I had a few drinks. And he goes, I, I, I was just so angry. I was like, dude, you're fine. I said, you needed to get it off your chest, obviously. And, you know, I, you, him and I have been taught. It's been bothering both of us. I said, you just had a hat. You had enough that you know, some people have their breaking point, And I, I don't blame you. So. Yeah, that's it. It's a um, shit show, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. That sh- it goes to show the uh, the issues of just text in itself. You can infer certain things if, and your point can be lost if if it's not worded a correct way. That's the problem. Oh, big time! And and like you said, with text, you don't get the inflection in in people's voice and the tone, the rate, no. and all that. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you're like, someone could be like, just say something basic, and you're like, oh my god, are they fucking pissed? And you're like, no, I'm not pissed. How? Why would? <laughs> How do you get? To, oh, I just that's just the way I read your text. I'm like, uh, okay, uh, but I'm guilty of it too. You know what I mean? You, you see a text, you read it, and you get a certain volume, and you're like, and then they're like, no, dude. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. I think Aussies get it. We're very sarcastic people. And when we text things and we try to put sarcasm into text, a lot of people don't pick up on it. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Which, uh, yeah. which is fine because I like to be sarcastic myself. I'm, I'm, I'm highly sarcastic. Well, you gotta be. Otherwise, the world would be a very depressing place, Ghost. Yes, gotta enjoy it. That's Have why, a dark sense of humor. Yes, and that's why I bring in the the funny, goofy shit uh, on cunt, and usually try to 
see what Ryan's face will look like when I <laughs> make a dumb joke. And he's just like, <laughs> the, where the fuck you coming with that? It's like <laughs> dark military humor, my friend. Dark dark military humor. You're tra- yep. you're trained from the get go oh, oh, to to go over exactly the line right. and go extreme. You're designed to piss and shit on the line. That's what it is. Exactly. It's like, oh, 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 you're going to whip your dick out? Okay, I'm going to whip mine out and start masturbating right in front of you. You know what I mean? You just just go boom. Now, okay, let's see how big you're going to go now. <laughs> you know what I mean? I love on Cunt how you've been every time he's rhymes on a roll with something really serious and talking about and getting to his point. And you go, yeah, yeah but you know what you, you are forgetting is that you like my mum's underwear. <laughs> 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 you just throw that in randomly. That's so good. He's just like, uh, uh, what? He's like, no, that's gross. Why would you say that? You got to keep it. You got to keep a little light. You know, it's fun. Can't be serious all the time. That's right. Joker said it best. Why so serious? What's up, Ken? Yo, what's up, y'all? How are you? Hey, hey, pretty good. How well, about y'all? Good. Welcome back to the tavern. Good, good. Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it. Not a problem. I was like, you know, it's been a while, so I figured I'd reach out, and last week you were busy, and there's the lovely Whitney Fox, long time no see friend. Hi. How are nice you? Nice to see you. Yes. Um, Hi. Drew, this is Whitney Fox. Whitney Fox, that's Drew from Missing the Point. This is Kent. He goes hey, by. Drew. Hi, Kent. Either or on Instagram. He does not have a podcast. Okay. I'm going to make a note. So there's <laughs> there's going to be three podcasters against three non-podcasters tonight. Okay. It's the oh, battle. Normies. Yes. Normies. <laughs> awesome. I'm ready. Thanks for the invite, Ghost. Yeah. I miss you, man. Yeah, I miss you too. Hang on one second. I got to take a phone call. I appreciate y'all's consistency with podcasting because I can go you know, a little while without making a post on Instagram and still kind <laughs> of <laughs> come, come right back. Yeah. Same. Yeah. It's definitely, it's a, uh, it's just getting around to making sure you're putting stuff out and actually finding people you want to talk to. That's the biggest thing. Yeah. Sometimes well, you'll I'm... see, you'll notice a lull in people's podcasts where they're just getting guests on for the sake of feeling, I need to have an episode out this day and it's very noticeable. So I'd be more inclined to like miss a week. If right. it, was, it wasn't someone I generally want to talk to. Is uploading across like all the multiple platforms? I've never asked. Is that like a huge? Because I feel like that would be one of the most time-consuming factors of like manning a podcast. Um, generally, it's if you've got a good platform, it'll have links so you can just drop in your podcast RSS feed, and it just delivers it to every single platform oh, that's available. Okay. On it. Nice. So Drew, you you have a podcast, right? Drew, is that what I I, I was? Yes, yeah. That's What's it called again? You're missing the point. You're missing the point. You're missing the point. Yeah. And so, are you pretty consistent? I'm going to look it up. Are you put um, yeah, I've only been around for a year. Um, and <laughs> I and start off as one podcast, and it quickly became three other podcasts. So I've oh, got, seriously. Yeah, an educational podcast with my co-host Kaylee called um, The Homeroom, Educating Educators, where we talk about the difference between American school system and Australian and how to help oh, families yeah. navigate education and go to homeschooling instead of state or private. Yeah, uh, And then I've got a podcast called Conspiracy Theatre 3000 with Moral Bob and Andy Rouse, where we oh, deep yeah. dive and break apart films. Okay. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. Yeah, totally two so different be- genres, right? Yeah. Different so between that and my, between those and my show, it's um haven't cracked a hundred episodes yet, but it's because I'm spreading it so thin across the others. Yeah. Well, I consider myself a big conspiracy fan, but I also homeschooled my kids, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice, perfect. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm back. I hopefully I didn't miss much. That was my daughter. She's uh. She's actually moving back in for the summer, so she, so she doesn't wow. get raped. What was? What did she tell me they were going to charge her to stay on campus, like thirty eight hundred dollars just for the summer? And oh she's God. like, "Can I just stay at your?" I'm like, uh, "Yeah, yeah, you're you're four miles away." Yes, wow. <laughs> and you're like, uh, "Dad, here, yeah, okay." I'm like, "Please, so, honey, of course you can. Yeah. You can pay me two thousand five hundred. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'll lower just a little bit." 
But I'm like, yeah, it's like, fuck yeah, you're my daughter. I, I want you to move back in for a little bit. I don't get to see you too much, you know, between yeah, all her classes and then she works and her sorority stuff. And Oh, know, wow. Yeah, you know, hey, she's living her dream. Hey, you know what? When in Rome, yeah. go big. That's, right? that's what I say. Yeah. She's having fun and that's all that matters. Yeah, your network. She's not one of the battle. She's not one of those sorority girls that has a, a a girl, the wiener, trying to join the club, does she? No, not that I know of. Thank God. <laughs> there, there are no. Uh, oh fuck, I forget his Dylan Mulvaney's. There's no Dylan Mulvaney's there that I know Good. of. Thank goodness, no chicks with dicks. No, enough of that in the news. Yeah, that's why uh, I, I'm I'm drinking Miller products. So <laughs> there you go. Yeah, way to protest, ghost. Yeah, I'm not losing my manhood. I'm drinking a bye, and I don't know if that's problematic or not. <laughs> Baby, bye, bye, bye. As long as there's no soy products in there. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. So what's new, Whitney? I haven't talked to you in, like, forever and a day and a day and a forever. And I know. Get, we I, didn't talk all winter, I don't think. Barely, yeah. It, it, it's weird. You start getting... Like like Drew was saying about he hasn't cracked a hundred episodes yet, dude. Once you do, it's gonna start just going, bam, and flying by. I when I first started this, I was like, okay, I can do talk at the tavern for maybe an extra episode or extra content in case I don't have a guest, and that turned into now releasing three episodes a fucking week. You know, booking for two, and obviously we, we don't have to book for cunt because it's just me and Ryan bantering back and forth, but it. Next thing you know, your week's Friday's here and it's tavern. And next thing you know, it's Monday and you're recording for cunt and you're doing all. And it's just like same old cycle, but it's it's different and it's fun. But it, wow, yeah, it's got you hopping. <laughs> it does, and but I like I mean, it. Not, it. Keeps me busy. Not to get weird right out of the gate, but it feels like time is speeding up a little bit. Like I can't keep up every day. I'm like, how it's gone? The day's gone or the week is gone already? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and the days are longer and all that kind of thing, but. Um, I don't know. I guess when you're busy, time flies. Time does fly when you're busy. Stand still when it's slow. Yeah. Well, um, I've just been busy. Yeah, that's what's new. Been super busy. Like just like you, can't keep up. All of a sudden, I'm you know, like I got too many, or not too many. I've just got a lot of irons in the fire. So like trying to pin it all down. Yeah. Just like you said. So, but everything's good. Everything's really good. That's good. That's I good. have no complaints. Definitely have to I mean, have you come we back could on. Talk, like <laughs> yeah. outside world, but my personal life is 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 pretty rad. So nice. Yeah. Can't beat that. Mm-mm. You have a lot of clients lined up. I do. I do. Like, um, I've got clients, but then you know I'm also an artist, so I do a lot of commercial stuff, yep. and I just got buried with those, and that's actually how I make my money. So, you know, you know, if I, if you like listen to any sort of popular culture, we're in a inflation, you know, a recession inflationary period, but evidently my clients don't know. So, yeah. So I'm just like t- kind of taking everybody just in case there's going to be some sort of weird financial crash. Uh, my, I'm pretty booked. I'm booked all the way till July. So with my, like with the mediumship clients and stuff, I don't really do that for the money. Mm -hmm. So finding time for that is, is a little rougher. Um, But that's more like, that's my spiritual pursuit. And so it's balancing all that. Um, And then in the winter time for my commercial artist clients, that's my slow time. So I had a lot of time off and I was able to do a lot of that then, but you know, I guess it's sort of like, I was telling a friend this, that I I got a tortoise, California desert tortoise. Oh, nice. Yeah, he sleeps right next to me right here. That's he awesome. He roams around and then he parks it in his little garage. It's like two <laughs> feet from here. Um, but he hi- he hibernates in the winter and he went down around Thanksgiving and then he's just now getting up, um, you know, for a, on daily. Mm-hmm. And it, it's kind of like that. I kind of hibernated and I was home a lot. And his name is Martin. So me and Martin hung out quite nice. a lot. And now we're both out and about. So. <laughs> the great just, tortoise name. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's pretty rad. And then I do tortoise time. You know, my husband will be like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm just following Martin around. He's like, oh, so you're <laughs> walking at a very slow pace. 
we're enjoying the scenery. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's like a Sunday drive. <laughs> yeah. He likes to soak in water. So I give him a soak today and, you know, I get, I give him all his favorite stuff on a charcuterie board. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of fun. Martin. Yeah. Tortoises are awesome. They, they, they've yeah, always they been one of those animals that even when I was a kid, I was like, man, I would love to have a tortoise because they live practically forever. It seems like, I mean, they're going to outlive a human. And this guy is only 20 and he's my son's age. So my son's name is Seth. I'm like, Seth, when you guys, you'll probably be 80 together. You yeah. and Martin. <laughs> That's awesome. And he's still going to be out running yet at 80. <laughs> <laughs> he will be moving faster than you will. <laughs> You'll be hibernating at the same time, though. Yes. Oh, shit. You noted on inflation before, Whitney, and I'm noticing that in Australia here. We've got super high inflation that's happening, but it's not stopping spending. Like, things are more expensive than I can ever remember. But people out there buying and spending like no tomorrow. I think it's probably a hangover from the COVID period. Like, people couldn't do anything. It and is now they're spending up. You, you but at the same time, we've got businesses going under left, right, and center, and they think that everything's fine because they've got money still. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Exactly. I, it's very surreal. I mean, I'm older than you guys, and I've lived through some a couple of inflationary periods, and this one's an anomaly. This one is very strange. Mm. Everything's Bi- really strange. Bidenomics. I like this, you guys. <laughs> Bidenomics. <laughs> Hey, he's six months to a year. There goes six months to a year. Six months to a year, right here on a cup. Six (laughs) conspiracy underground news team had a had a shout out to Shelby. We we shout her out on on con. She uh, she sent me two two Yeti tumblers, one with my third eye podcast, and then on the back of it it says "Think for yourself," and then the other one's conspiracy underground news team. And I always say six months to a year. It's just a little funny catchphrase hey how long do you think until this i don't know fucking six months to a year you know what i mean it just kind of always stuck or anything yeah <laughs> it's good times can tell we have a singer in the house <laughs> ready to bust out some karaoke hey we could save big on brunch for mom all in the kroger app Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I do plan on playing a video later maybe once we get behind the paywall um of highly suspect song um my name is human i came across i've heard the song i used to like it but i was looking for other music and i was i was like oh i'll watch this video and i was like man this is very transhumanistic like i never got that vibe until after doing some episodes with brian on it and i'm like ooh a lot of symbolism and with the lyrics and the way it all kind of blends together. I was like, yeah, I think we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Oh, it's an angle for sure. You'll have to send it to me guys. I've got to jump off just before the paywall kicks in. I've got okay. a um, seventh birthday party to go to today, but okay. yeah, you'll have to show me it. Yeah, definitely. I, I'll send it to you on your Instagram. Perfect. Yeah, rings a bell. I feel like I've heard just that name. Like it's been going around, like something about it. I feel like I, it came across my wavelength, and um, but I'm not. I'm not bring, calling it to mind. Gotcha. Yeah, it was popular here on the East Coast probably five years ago. Okay, it kind of came out and and made made the charts. I mean, it was didn't go like super huge, but it was enough to be in a, a daily rot- rotation for for a few weeks and i always liked it i was like oh I li- just the song and never really put the video and the lyrics together until just i don't know it was the other last week i think maybe or maybe the other night and i was just like Ooh. oh 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 okay yeah yeah no i'm looking at it now yeah i know what you're talking about yep okay uh, yeah yeah That's highly it. suspect um <clears throat> Interesting. 
timing wise, like that was just previous to us moving into this, you know, what like the culture shift. Yeah. <clears throat> or the plans for the culture shift. Yep. Yeah. It came out a couple of years before COVID and boom. Remember how innocent we were? Yes. So innocent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like you said, can we just at least go back to, to 2019? <laughs> 2019 would be fine. Yeah. That'd be good. Uh, I feel like I've been disconnected from mainstream culture for at least five years because my car prior to the COVID happening, the radio was broken. I couldn't be bothered fixing it. And I didn't (laughs) listen to mainstream music for like two years before COVID. Then COVID happened and I wasn't listening to the radio then either. And all of a sudden I've got this new car and the radio's on and I have no idea what the kids are into these days. (laughs) One of my students said to me, oh, it's a real vibe. I'm like, what the Freaking hell does that mean? What is a vibe? <laughs> Speak English, son. <laughs> All of media, though, like it was a shift, even with like, I mean, like kids shows and, and um, I mean, for sure, definitely Netflix type shows. Mm-hmm. It was just a yeah. shift. So ironically, ironically, one of the Transformers in the new Transformers series actually identifies as a, a, a he, her. What? And they've got real transformers that identifies both genders now. When they're robots, like <laughs> so tra- <laughs> transformers, you can't make it up. <laughs> it's just like the messaging's become become like almost un- unescapable. So it's like anything that is like well, I, I don't know, well funded or like majorly produced. That's just like not not I don't know alluring anymore. After twenty twenty, everything like that just kind of lost its appeal for me, at least. Yeah, it's like back in the nineties and the eighties, they the screenwriters or the companies and the corporations the people that were trying to put hidden symbolism in there they did a really good job and it was like finding the easter egg today mm. they're just like put a gender diverse person in it put a person of color in yeah. a wheelchair as the main character yep. the man yeah. has to be an idiot there's no subtlety to it at all anymore it's kind mm. of insulting to our intelligence like yeah that's why i think it's gonna ultimately fail is i mean most people are cool most people you meet i mean there's you know obviously the what you know, ghost the fucktards, right? Obviously there's those, but like most people are really cool and most people are pretty smart. Like, you know, the people I come across, everybody feels just about like we do, mm-hmm. you know, like what, what is really going on? How dumb do they think we are or how programmable? Um, and, mo- you know, okay. So like my kids are grown. they all are kind of like, they just ignore it. Like they're not even interested. They're like, oh yeah, that's dumb moving on like not even a topic so is it just going to kind of fizzle out like the hummer you know is it just going to be like 80s hair and just kind of go away it all depends on what hummer you're talking about (laughs) (laughs) i hope that never fizzles out (laughs) it's like well great in your australian accent they never fizzles out Well, they are blaming a spike in throat cancer due to blowjobs now. Are you serious? Oh my gosh! So it's, I, I thought they know, were supposed the to be super healthy. Down on that, or I don't know. I thought it was just a source of vitamin D, yeah. <laughs> protein. Didn't they say that's why that Jones guy got throat cancer? Catherine Zeta Jones's man. Oh. Yes, that's crazy. Oh, what's he been up to? <laughs> Oh, is he sucking dick? <laughs> no. Oh. From- Only for vitamin D. That's all. No homo. Not the vitamin D. Vitamin B. Oh, oh, for me. Oh, eating, going, going, eating at the Y. Yeah, oh. sorry. <laughs> okay. That's a new one too. That's just a way to come in. I come in like hot, right? It's like, yeah, hey, what about this? <laughs> Let me get my I mean, as, far, camera as far as we know, maybe he's getting both vitamins. Yeah, maybe. who knows? <laughs> hey, it's Hollywood, right? Yeah, it's a multivitamin. <laughs> oh, he's getting all those they and them vitamins. And- you and came in right, right at the eat. perfect time. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even say hello. I just come smoking in hot, like all like a crazy lady. <laughs> Well, Gina G- always comes in talking about oral sex too. It's her go-to. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> always, always. I'm like, hey, it's going to be your signature. Yeah, it's always on the tip of her tongue. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Oh yeah, way to set him up so he could hit. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, shit. Oh, hi, I'm Gina. Hi, Gina. Oral sex lady, apparently. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> mind. Totally not. I'm a prude. Okay, let's go. <laughs> nice to meet you, though. I don't think I know you, Whitney. I know we've talked a little bit when with Ghost when he texts us, right? Oh, yeah. Yes, this yeah. is Gina and this, yeah, Whitney. And I know Drew, right? Mm-hmm. You sure do. You I do. Sure do. Poor woman. And I don't know uh, who's who are you, who's the other one. What are you? Hi, I'm, I'm Kent. Hi, Kent. Hi, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. I don't know that ghost guy. He just talks shit all the time. No, he's a fucking weirdo. Well, this. How do we know this is ghost? He's like his facial hair is shorter. He's had a haircut. Like I'm oh. due for a haircut. We actually, know, we know there's Biden clones. There could be ghost clones. Just putting it out. Well, you, there. Have to, I mean, you have to look at my ears. Make sure my earlobes stay the same. <laughs> and I'm that's not. Like I'm covered up. I'm not ambidextrous exactly. though. Oh, oh yeah, that's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. When you start interviewing invisible people that aren't there, then we'll know. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to turn and shit. Oh, what? <laughs> guys, uh, the guy's a joke. Yeah. Why are you always trying to get, my dog is always trying to get in the front of the camera. Surprisingly, my dogs are out on the couch. Usually they're so back here with my, with me, but I don't know. I had my dog in here, but she did. <laughs> So what kind of dogs do you guys have? Uh, I've got an English Springer. Yeah. Mm. Drew has a kangaroo. It will be. Have you seen that video that online when the, the kangaroo, like, what is he, chump? Was he, like, beat the shit out of that guy or something? Yeah, I'll do that. But yeah, it was like, pretty. The one where the dude, like, ripped. Mm-hmm. Just comes up and like decks the kangaroo. Yes, and they're just yeah. like, yeah, that was a yeah, like going for his dog or something. There's I a, think. Yeah, there's a reason why um, pig hunters in Australia put leather on their dogs. It's not just for the tusks from the pigs. And if a roo gets a hold of them, it'll grab onto it with its paws, and then it rears up on its tail and it swipes with its two big feet. And in the center, Tori, they have a huge big claw, so they can split you open. Ooh. Oh my god! Wow! Wow! You know that stupid video I posted of rare footage of Drew missing, calming down a a, a, a kangaroo, it, which never it never aired the whole, it never clipped the whole thing. At the end of it, the guy like gets the kangaroo to go down, and he he's like petting it on his nose. It, that old footage or whatever, I tagged you in it, dude. That thing has like almost seven thousand views. Does it? <laughs> yeah, and I don't even know how. Like, th- for the longest, I'd get up and look at my my phone. I'm like, "What the hell?" And I'm like, "Oh, okay, people like it." And all right, whatever. It was just a dumb joke between me and Drew. <laughs> like, it's the animals. Yeah, like, the animals just you can mindlessly watch animal shit all day long. True. You know, I, I make it a cat, and you got to hit. It. <laughs> yeah, cat videos. Where if you got to watch Biden in a mask over and over, it's kind of stressful. So (laughs) maybe that's the new thing: having like a whole heap of kittens in your arms as you're talking about really dark conspiracy theories. Oh, and people just watch for the kitten content. That's right, dude. It's a good call. That is a good call. (laughs) Somebody shared a video the other day of uh, Kane from Poltergeist, that creepy old Kane. Swear to God, he's like a doppelganger of freaking Biden. He's all like to the little poltergeist girl. He's all like, "Hey!" And it looks yeah. Cool. He's turning that way. Is that the clown puppet? Uh, no, no, the old creepy guy on the poltergeist. What was his? He was just kind of like I don't remember even oh, what yeah, he, yeah, he had. The yeah. brim no, hat. But he's, yeah, and yeah. he wears that hat, and he's talking to the little bitty girl, and he's right in her face. You know, like some creepy Biden would be. <laughs> See, to me, I had a hard time when I watched it. I'm like, yes, or. Did someone tweak the video just slightly to make it look like Biden? Because it does look exactly like it. It does, because I'm like... That would be easy enough to do. Yes, Mm because I'm like, man, I get... Not that I'm suspect on every video that you see, but like when you're like trying to come up or look into content for for shows and what have you, you're like, "Eh, something's a little off about this. You know what I mean? So you don't want to play it, but it could be the real thing, but you're not sure. And it's like, fuck, I hate this. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. People are getting good with what they do. 
And that's uh, the danger of the advent with AI that we see now, the current AI air quotes. Like, imagine how many videos and things we saw in the 90s that could be complete bullshit and we have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, with deep fakes and, like, what? how long have we been doing this? Right. And well, then even if you find something on your own or record something on your own, it's still suspect. Mm-hmm. You know, exactly. don't believe anything you'd see in only half of what you hear or exactly right speaking of in australia i don't know if it's still going on in america but like the q-tard movement's going pretty (laughs) strong here where ricardo bossi which was a guy that was running for politics in australia is that the guy i asked you about yes he's ex-sas um special um operation special air servicemen so our special forces and he ran this campaign against the cabal and like the pedophiles he got this big movement and he's still talking about secret wars underground in Australia where they're killing these entities and they're having to turn them to ash. It's the only way to get rid of them. And they saved a a million children from the underground bases yesterday. I'm like, who's still believing this shit? The crazy thing noticeable. The crazy thing is what if he's right? (laughs) That that's the scary part. You know what I mean? Like we, we could be sitting here saying, dude, this guy's a kook. Like, like, Take, he could be the guy in the movie that everybody's like, oh, he's a kook. And then at the end of the movie, he's like, fuck, why didn't we listen to him? Almost everybody died. And, and you know what I mean? I'm just playing devil's advocate. What What if he is right? Yeah, I'm not saying he is, but how fucking weird would it how be? Would, how would we know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, wow. It would, it would sure explain a lot of weirdness with our. <laughs> it would. So I'm so cynical at this point, though. I still like, even if it was true and he had like pretty good evidence, it would take a lot. <laughs> yeah, mean, like, right. I've, I'd have to really. Uh, think yeah, that, is, that makes sense. Through, throughout the elections, he gave, he's one of those people that gave exact dates. By December 25th, all the politicians will be put on military Ooh. tribunals in front of national television. They'll be hung. And just, yeah. and he gave, every single date he gave came and gone and never happened. And he said, mm-hmm. oh, you know, the operations have had to go further underground. And like, come on, man. Yeah. Like, so far-fetched. However, far-fetched. like, you know, like, okay, so we probably all sort of believe that, like, the Biden that we have in office is not the Biden that was the senator you know, 12, 15 years ago. Like, it doesn't even look no, like him. so different. So, okay. <laughs> and the voice is right. different. But it, yeah. Where did everything. this bass come from in his voice? And I don't really think Funnel that we splitting. have the same Hillary Clinton now. She's, now we have this chubby-cheeked kind of round version, you know, and Bill Clinton. And then, you know, if you look at pictures of people like, uh, you know, Bill and Mel Gates, they they don't look anything like they did in like 2012 nothing no. i mean yeah. she looks like kevin klein and he's like turtle like you know like that so i think it's even more convincing to what you're saying too like it's not just one or two of them don't look right the fact that they right. all so that just means like yeah they probably all have literally been replaced mm-hmm. so if they have been replaced why right. that, that's, that's the only different. reason that maybe like the cute card stuff is sort of fascinating to just be like, Oh, what are they up to now is to, is because some of that, and I don't know all of it, but some of it might actually explain that if there were arrests, there were whatever, like Gitmo is full of like deep state, you know, tools or whatever, then what, what, you know, that's would be one explanation is like, most people, the normies would freak out if all of a sudden there was tribunals yeah. and their their sacred cows were slaughtered, you know, like, uh, you know, the whole I'm with her movement. Yeah. <laughs> Man, there was some of the moms that was like, I can't even talk to you. I can't talk to you about Hillary, you know, body count Clinton. I just, I can't, I can't keep a straight face. So, I mean. Well, if something did take over these people, like, legitimately i think it's just like when somebody dies they're i mean they don't look the same i think maybe whatever is in you almost gives you some of your look yeah and if something else is like basically puppeting these people then i think that could really right. be why it's something like they're almost too maybe they're just re-sleeving they're so evil and horrible oh. that instead of just dying naturally of like a disease or something or dying of an accident, they don't want to die and they just re-sleeve into the next clone. Next yeah. Like, like all, lizard people. Or the that show yeah. Altered Carbon. Oh. Did, yeah, did anybody re-sleeving. See? Yep. I remember hearing about that. Oh, wow. I remember about that. 
Death Becomes Her. Remember that movie? I loved yeah. that. Yeah, and that's a good one. each other at the end, and, you know, because they can't die, but their bodies are physically falling apart. <laughs> yeah. And well, they're drinking like, like that fountain of youth shit. I think about that now, and I'm thinking, holy shit, what were they telling us in that movie? I loved that movie, Death Becomes Her. Yeah. And you have like to be famous. New- It'll be famous to get in the group and get the mm-hmm. invite, you know? And I'll, yeah, I need to rewatch and that, that movie. And they're all wearing red shoes in one scene, just pointing yeah. right out. Oh. I, oh. I, I do also have to point out, thank you for your virtue signaling there, Gina. Uh, what? Yep. What did I do? Uh, you, you, you're, you're presenting the, the, the Ukraine uh, oh. colors. Oh, oh Ukraine. <laughs> <laughs> I, know how much, I know how much support and love you have for Ukraine. <laughs> yeah, and lemons. Jada's Gina, profile, pro-blow jobs, pro-Ukraine. Yeah. Blow jobs. Oh, it's blow jobs for Ukraine. I was just gonna say it. Blow jobs for Ukraine. <laughs> I think we should give them another hundred and eight point uh, hundred and eight billion UK. dollars. BJ's for UK. There we go. Come on, get off of that already. <laughs> <laughs> oh my oh. <laughs> How did that go? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, shit. Get me off here. <laughs> He's still doing more work than Zelensky. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. He he just need I bet you he would have loved to party with the cocaine bear. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. That would have been a better ending. Than- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I need to watch that. I haven't seen it yet. It is fucking hilarious. It's, it's really it's cool. pretty good. Mm-hmm. It is exactly what it sold itself to be. It's just like, are you going to have a good time watching this cocaine bear rip shit up? (laughs) It's no ketamine kangaroo, though. It needs to be ketamine kangaroo. That that could be the sequel, though. It could. I think the first one did pretty well. They could probably get funding. (laughs) Until that bear starts rocking it up, and then he's smoking crack, and now he's crack bear. (laughs) It was crazy gory, though. I did not expect it to be. I don't know why, but I was just like... I found the gore kind of like 80s cheesy. It was. It was very cheesy. Yeah. But I was just like surprised how far they took it, even though it was like not very convincing. Right. (laughs) I was like, oh, shit. I think the the first couple that that see the bear it is probably the funniest because <laughs> they're like mm-hmm. foreigners and they're like he, the fucking bear is just sitting there banging his head off a tree. He's like, <laughs> oh wait, I don't. I think something's wrong with him. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> well, I guess so. A little more aggressive than usual, huh? Yeah. <laughs> well, there's no print in it. Maybe yeah. that's. <laughs> Uh, I don't even. What is the what is the storyline, anyways? What is it? It's based off a true story of a drug mm. smuggler who was dumping drugs outside of the plane because he was being chased by the government. At which point, he tried to jump out with his parachute, clipped his head on the wing, knocked himself out, landed on someone's driveway, splattered, and <laughs> the bags ended up in the forest, and a bear started to eat it and died. In real life. Oh my, God. Yeah. oh my gosh. I know, I seriously. Yeah, and, and the bear made it from Tennessee to somewhere in Georgia before it died. In 25 seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it jumped. <laughs> Record speed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like there's there's certain parts of that movie where, where they zoom in on the bear's face and you could, the way they have his, <laughs> his, his expression is, it almost looks like you could read his thoughts like, I really want to do push-ups. I really want to run right now. <laughs> and I don't know why. Do the whole Scarface, white face. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Say hello to my little friend. <laughs> oh, it's, it's great. It, it, it's a fun time. I'm, I'm, I'm glad I actually watched it. I, I, one, I started it last weekend, and Ryan's like, oh, dude, I'm going to let you go. Go watch it. You're going to have a great time. And then I forget what, what came up. And, oh, I Catalyst's podcast came up and ended up doing that. And then I watched it the next day. And then what, when was it? Oh, it was Wednesday. Uh, I took a decompressed day, and I was like, huh? I made some shitty Chinese food. And um yeah, mental note, make, make it from scratch yourself. Don't buy the pre-made frozen shit. Um, yeah, but, good call. Yeah, which I was in a hurry, and I was like, ah, okay, maybe it'll be all right. No, no, it sucked. The only thing that was good was the fucking dumplings. But uh, yeah, so I, I went and I was like. Watery, it, it can get watery on you, huh, ghost? 
A little bit. I, I did it on the Blackstone, so like it oh. all turned out. It was okay, but General Soso. Yeah, it was General Soso. Like the, it was too sweet. It, it didn't have it didn't have the kick that I I, I normally like. And I even added pepper flakes to it, and I, I don't know the the, so, the sauce was off. And I was just like, yeah. And and the fried the fried ri- vegetable rice. Yeah, I should have just made my own. I normally do this, and I I really kick myself in the nuts, and that that's kind of hard to do. <laughs> And then you were hungry an hour later. Uh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> that is the worst, isn't it? <laughs> you cook something, you didn't get to eat it, or you didn't like it as good. Yeah, I, I, I don't even think I ate. I don't even think I ate half the chicken that it came with. I was just like, this sucks. I ended up eating more of the dumplings and what have you. And I was like, fuck it, whatever. But I, uh, I ordered wings today. That was my treat, which I was happy. Ordered twenty five of those motherfuckers. Oh wow! Yeah, do you go spicy? What's your sauce of choice. Uh, suicide. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't fuck around. <laughs> yeah, like a ghost pepper situation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. ghost pepper. Yep. Okay. <laughs> you tried the Carolina Reaper? I have. I have. Nice. It. It. it, it. I, I, I thought you said Carolina Reaper for a moment. <laughs> no. That, no, that's how they say it in <laughs> Australia. <laughs> <laughs> the reaper. It's an active reaping situation. <laughs> well, it'd rape your asshole when it comes out, right? <laughs> yeah, sure. When I make my own uh, wing sauce, I'll get Frank's wing sauce, the hot sauce, right? I'll put that in, add extra butter, a splash of vinegar, and then I have a bottle of hot sauce that uh, was given to me as a gift called God Slayer. Nine million Scoville units. Holy shit. Yeah. So I take <laughs> the toothpick and I put a few little toothpick dabs in there. And man, it's. Whoa. It makes you sweat. I'll bet it does. You can't get that <laughs> near any uh, or if, uh-uh. like on your fingers or anything. You have to wear you, gloves and all that. Uh, You probably should. But you're talking to a retard, so. Just go put it on people's door handles and shit and let them just find out the hard way. Go ahead and take a shot of that. That can be your challenge tonight. Uh, no. No, 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 no. Uh, and then cry live. Yeah. Yeah. You did, did the cinnamon challenge on here. I, I did. Died. I did do the cinnamon challenge and did not die. In fact, in fact, it's still sitting right here. I have not what, moved it. I, I keep what it What did you do mix. with the cinnamon challenge just for... Uh, you, you take a, what was it, a teaspoon or a tablespoon? Yeah. T- teaspoon of cinnamon, and you put it in your mouth, and um, the challenge is you have to swallow it. But what people can't. But Just what dry? Pe- yeah. But what Ooh. people don't tell you is it sucks all the moisture out of your mouth like that. Well. And your first instinct is to want to go, <gasps> and then that's what kills people is because they fucking inhale all this cinnamon. And yeah, so I'm sitting there and I I wanted to do it and I didn't. And I'm sitting there. I even took a swig of beer and I could feel the beer rolling around on top of the fucking cinnamon in my mouth. Like it it would not. I'm like, yeah, it kind of repels moisture (laughs) a bit. You're not trying to snort that. No, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) But I survived. Okay. Did you inhale? No. Did you end up inhaling? I, I did it? not, you but kept I, it? I kept I kept my cool. I did cough a little bit for a while after that. <laughs> it was like And then uh, I'm thinking the carbonation in the beer I, I was probably I, like did a bubble Whitney, up. Whitney, I, I was half drunk at that point. And okay. and Adam right, from Deborah Yeah. Deborah from uh, <laughs> Adam from Deborah gets red pills. He's the one that put me up to it and what a friend. He, he was because <laughs> I woke up the next morning. He's over he lives up in I believe Oregon and he got up extra early because at, at like eight o'clock in the morning, my time I rolled over and there's a text from him. And he's like, are you still alive, buddy? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm still know, alive. It's like bonding have, moment. Like, yeah. We have the emergency contacts to sign when we come on here. Cause I'm like, we don't even know where to tell the ambulance to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then someone yeah. else did a challenge and cheated. I, I'm not going to point out any names, Gina. <laughs> <laughs> help like, it. 
It was Shove a whole quarter teaspoon. in your mouth, and I kept chewing. Yeah, you know, you ever, they're good. You ever do the chubby bunny <laughs> challenge or ever hear of it? You you stick as many marshmallows in your mouth, and you keep saying chubby bunny until you can't chew. It's just to make a, a, a fool out of somebody, right? Then someone kept chewing and saying chubby bunny every time. It's like, well, how the hell are you doing this? I was eating them. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you just kept eating them. Well, I'm glad what? that's the only challenge that you have with things in the mouth. I can't help. I was just chewing. And then, yeah, I wasn't a cheater. <laughs> She's like, it's oh, like breathing. had a full little bunny belly after that. <laughs> Well, that's how the whole challenge thing even got started because I was just eating marshmallows. They were like, what are you eating? So then they did that one. And then, yeah, and then we got on the cinnamon challenge. And then we were Googling all the challenges. Nobody yeah. wanted to do the Tide Pod one. No. <laughs> cinnamon. It's just Darwinism in practice. It's got to be. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Well, the whole transgender movement could be Darwinism in practice, right? Yeah. Just thin out, of in reverse. Thin out the herd. And yeah, that's the thing is exactly where does that movement expect to go? It's just going to put them on an island. They won't be there in 30 years. Exactly. <laughs> it's the yeah, saying you, know, you put 10 men and 100 women on an island in 20 years, you'll have a thriving community. Put 100 trans women and 10 men on an island in 100 years, you'll have 110 skeletons of men. So, mm. yeah, exactly. So just sure. just in the beginning of uh the lockdowns and stuff. I was lucky enough to keep working and driving around oddly and no one was out. And they, I had a job up in Hollywood and every bus uh, uh, bench thing and every billboard, everything had a, a trans individual on it. And I came home and I told my husband, I was like, something's going on. Like they're going to start sh- shoving that down our throat. I'll bet. And so with that, if it's if you don't know if you're being brainwashed or not, you know, like so it's it's rolling down from the top is my point. And the yeah, question well, why is it part of a sterilization program? I mean Well, there was a spike during COVID. Like all these people went into lockdown and worked from home for like two or three years and then they came out as a different gender. It's like they went backstage exactly. at the theater and put their wig on and came out and go, I'm Stephanie now. It's ma'am. Yeah. <laughs> it's ma'am. How can it I don't know. I don't know. You know, uh, the other side of it, though, is before all of that, uh, I have a friend from, I think I met her in 2014, a post-op trans woman, right? It's a great person. And she was, this was like before the, before the whole thing. So 2014, we're almost 10 years ago. And it was probably one of the 0.02% real gender dysphoria people great person and i was very much like you do you you know like that's you're great you're wonderful you're happy this is awesome but i think what's occurred since then is something else completely yeah it's a difference when they're transitioning and pivoting it to younger and younger kids like there was a study that was done through the 80s the 90s and the early um noughts where they tracked these boys who identified as gender diverse or um, associated with a different gender and by the time they got to 16 18 they actually grew out of it they no longer identified as a, a opposite okay. sex and you see now they're pushing in on kids that are so young and so malleable especially if they're on the spectrum it's yes. the damage that's going to happen long term like we just saw it happen with an 18 year old boy in holland like he had puberty blockers at such a young age his sexual organs never grew to a point where he could have a normal air quotes, normal sexual transition. So they tried cutting a bit of his colon out to make a, a human fleshlight for himself. And he died of like necrosis. I did hear about that. Two days later. So how many young kids are going to be on puberty blockers and then have the risk of dying under surgery because it's not a possibility. The complications, yeah. Yeah. Your your, uh, organs and, you know, your sexual reproductive system isn't mature. And then your prefrontal cortex is not mature until you're in your early twenties. So yeah, exactly. It's it. I mean, it really like what are we watching here? I it's mean, like a crazy multifaceted agenda because it's like one, exactly. it's, you know, they make pharmaceutical product like I don't know. They're making income from selling more of this ty- different type of products, but at the same time, it's like one, it attacks the population growth. Um, 
and it also amplifies like the smallest minority possible, which just generally disrupts the social order. So it's just kind of like, I don't know. Well, and it's like the cult stuff, like the Baphomet, like that's, mm-hmm. you know, male, female, you that know, makes like, little homunculi versions of their God. And they exactly. don't realize it. But Kent nailed it on the head. Like, even if you go off, it's just a profit-driven thing. I think every, I think there was numbers on it recently where one transgender person represents a hundred million dollars to the mili- to the um, medical industrial complex over their lifetime with Whoa, hormones, geez. with psychology, with really? surgeries, all of that. So it's profit-driven. It's profit-driven. Profit-driven yeah, and sterilization. Um, did you any of you ever see that movie? Um, I think it was made probably in the. 50s early 50s with marilyn monroe and it was called some like it hot i've see? heard of it never seen it no. okay so it's it's got marilyn monroe it's a really good movie we good had old look- six toes huh good old six toes did she have six toes uh-huh. did she yeah for real yep i think i might have seen that um we had to so back when i was in college we we were tasked with a you know, a project or assignment was to essentially break down the movie. And it was for a women's studies class. So this was back in the early nineties, like before a lot of this stuff was happening and it was very interesting class. She actually showed us a snuff film, a real snuff film. And, you know, it was, it was hardcore, very hardcore. um, And it was one of those classes too, that I took because I was trying to fill a spot and there was, it was called an IC. So like an interdisciplinary course. So it was more, intense i was four units the whole thing anyway i was like okay i'm just going to take that class it really was fascinating watching you know women's studies from that early like it from the 90s before it turned into like feminazism it was more like you know anyway we, we were tasked to watch that movie um and there were rumors uh even back then that jamie lee curtis was a hermaphrodite that oh that went around right and so her father, Tony Curtis, is one of the stars in this film. And so the film is about um, Marilyn, Marilyn Monroe uh, plays this like ingenue type, uh, and they uh, they're trying. She's like a singer in this like sort of uh, makeshift jazz band thing. And Tony Curtis and uh, Jack Lemmon are. Um, uh, two of the other musicians in it they travel by train to go on this gig and the only way that they can all travel together is if jack lemon and tony curtis uh dresses women because they couldn't have you know they couldn't you know have a all gender sort of communal train ride slash, uh tour right so they're 100 dressed as women and so and i remember this was back like I said, it was like the early nineties. And my teacher was like, part of the question was, what do you think about men dressed as women? And also, you know, so she was trying to get something out of us and I was completely clueless. This was ages ago, but then I came across something fairly recently where there's an old newspaper clipping of uh, Janet Lee, who was, if you guys ever saw that Hitchcock movie, the bird, she was a star of that. Janet Lee, Tony Curtis, they have their brand new baby boy, Jamie Lee Curtis. And there's a pic, like they announce that in the newspaper that they had a son. And so it's still the same Jamie Lee Curtis, but so talking way back, like when was this, you know, I I just came across this recently again this week. So that's why I was kind of present in my mind. Like how, how far back does this agenda go? Shakespeare. Shakespeare, yeah. they used to live in plays and they were not allowed to have females. So they would use young boys because they yes. had the higher voices. And yeah, right. it was all. Well, so just like Japanese Kabuki theater, Kabuki theater huh? in Japan today still Kabuki, uses men right. as women. Yeah, right. So you got to wonder, is there maybe on some level, uh, like the Baphomet sort of, like you mentioned, yeah. Baphomet, Gina, like the, how far back does that agenda and are we, it's almost as if us as audience members are just being mocked. And yeah. now why is it like coming to light now? Why aren't they still keeping it on the DL and continuing their ceremonial magic, Baphomet yeah. magic on it, you know? So anyway, look up that movie. Cause um, oh. I had to watch it a few times. I haven't seen it in years, but I had to watch it a few times for the assignment. And um, there's a lot going on, you know, I don't want to 
and not that a, a movie made in 1950, I'm going to give you spoiler alert, but in the end, <laughs> um, the, uh, Tony Curtis and Jack Lemmon, they decide that they like dressing as women and they're going to stay that way. Huh. So, that would have went you know, down like a lead fart back then. Uh, yeah, it was a very popular movie though. And, you know, all of the other conspiracies and stuff about Marilyn Monroe and, you know, there's talk that she had a very, very high IQ, like 160, but she was very intelligent and and maybe even an asset. Um, so I don't know. I find that it's, it's a good the, it's a good one to check out. There's definitely they something do. about Hollywood, isn't there? Like you look at Hollywood mm-hmm. and if you go down that Baphomet route, you can definitely see that there's actors, actresses, musicians that have partners who are very questionable as to what gender they started off as. What did the old I think Hollywood the old druids, what did they make <clears throat> excuse me, what did they make their uh their magic wands out of? Oh, Hollywood. Holly, Hollywood. Holly, yes. Yeah, Holly Tree. And then all around because I live in LA and so all around here there's various woods. You know, there's Westwood and Inglewood and there's all the woods around here and I think it's been I believe it's been designed from the very beginning to to you know brainwash and control and maybe it does these things do go back to all the way back to the world theater with shakespeare and stuff is how are we going to cast spells on the plebes yeah. i think hollywood is like our new version of like the demigods you know what i mean they're everybody's worshipped you know now it used to be hermes and athena and all of them but now it's like our Beyonce. Hollywood actors mm-hmm. yeah well even think about celebrities have followers they don't they don't have fans anymore yes. they're followers even right. podcasters have followers and i always like to use listeners instead because mm-hmm. followers just seems kind of like a bit too awkward. <laughs> yeah and they're in- influencers they're not even trying yeah. to hide language just influencers yeah. mm-hmm. that's, that's a really good point influence like that's a pretty powerful word like it that means is. that what i say you all are going to listen and follow you know what i mean because you're influencing so how so how dumb are we or not we but not not this group <laughs> but how dumb are we as a culture to be influenced to be okay with being influenced and not thinking i don't know it's just like most people are just operating in like i don't know this very like distracted basis where it's like everything that they have to do is like swirling around their head and so it's just a lot of people just don't really have any conception of like getting a really clear head i think they don't and have so, the bandwidth, just got to pay the rent. Or or even if, you know, they've just like never really tried to to calm their mind to a point. So everything just gets like really built up and chaotic. And it's just like, um, I don't know. That's something that I've seen kind of recently, like happening the older I get with my friends and stuff like that. You know, I have a little anecdote on that. Um, my husband's mother who i she's gone now but i absolutely love this woman very intelligent very smart very smart closing time open all the doors and let you out into the world closing time turn all of the lights on over every boy and every girl closing time one last call for alcohol so finish your whiskey up beer same time, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. I know.
Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.